Hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Preteen Ministry. My name is Sam Beam, and I am very glad that you are here today. Um, I am excited about today's podcast. It's going to be cool. Um, jump into that. You know what we're talking about, but we are going to tease it out like you don't. Um, we're going to start with today's shout-out. Today's shout-out is going to go to none other than Kids Bible Experience. What's Kids Bible Experience, you may ask? Well, I've talked about it before, um, but Kids Bible Experience is on the Bible app, right? You know, the Bible app, you know, the, the one that everyone has. Um, they, I think they just hit 500 million subs- or, uh, users just a few weeks ago too, which is really close. Sorry, tangent, but, um, you know, uh, they are, uh, an awesome, awesome, uh, tool for a lot of people. Um, and kids Bible experience specifically is really relevant for you guys. Kids Bible experience, if you don't know, is targeted for about the ages of seven to 11 uh, or 12 or so. And so it's right in that preteen range for you guys. And it is a super awesome, um, video. It is like literally a minute or two, um, each day. And it's talking about a Bible verse and it's giving a really practical breakdown of that. That is really, really good for kids. I am currently working with them. So I know all of the intricate details. Um, so I'm creating content for them and they are amazing how they have, um, uh, they understand how these preteens work and what engages them and what works. And so all of the stuff that they're putting out every day is specifically designed for your preteens to be able to hear the word of God and my favorite part is their mission is not only that, but to push these preteens to a deeper understanding of faith, right? Um, you know, a lot of us are hesitant about uh, technology and all of that, and we're like, I don't want my students' uh, faith life to be a one-minute video each morning, um, and that is not their goal at all. Their goal is to push students to a local community, get them involved in church, um, and this is simply a tool and an aid for that, and so go check them out. They are on um, the Bible app if you get that and you scroll to the bottom. It's usually at the bottom for you, um, but go check those out. Watch a few, see what you think, and and, and I've been recommending it to um, all my parents. Right, every parent has a smartphone on the way to school or whatever. Their student can uh, listen to this Bible story. It is great. So go check them out. Kids Bible Experience. I'm going to put a link down below with a bunch of information about them as well. Um, so go check them out. Now that I've gotten that over with, let's jump into today's story, which will tie right into the lesson. It was a snow day. And by that, I mean I live in Georgia, so it got cold and we thought it might snow, so we canceled everything Sunday. Um, And so we did not have church. Um, And, you know, it was a great slow morning, but the reality was uh, I missed, you know, 60 students um, coming into my area and learning the gospel. But I had my YouTube channel, um, and and I um, put out weekly content every week that goes along with the lesson. And so I was not worried that if students wanted to listen, they could hear the Bible story. And they did, which was great. They watched the video, they got content, and they um, they didn't miss out this week because I had that. And that ties into today. Today I'm talking about your ministry and a YouTube channel. Now this might go along with a few other things we might be talking about. Um, just internet, technology, all of that in general. I've got a really cool report um, that's got a lot of, I mean, not great statistics, but um, a lot of really good information that we may be going over soon as well. Um, but for right now, we're going to be talking about YouTube. Now, YouTube is a wide, wide world. It is a vast 
ocean of content. And so we're going to jump into a few ideas, why we want them, how we can do them, um, you know, what are the pros, what are the cons, all of that. We're going to break all of that down in today's podcast, so make sure that you stick around because we've got a lot of cool things to talk about. Now, first, um, the first thing I want to talk about is why would you want a YouTube channel for your kid's ministry? For me, um, our YouTube channel hosts our uh, pre-K, um, as well as our kids' content. Um, so birth all the way through sixth grade is what our YouTube channel. And it also has an additional thing. We do something called Character Ed, where we partner with the Windshape Foundation and send um, uh, character forming and building videos to schools. And so we post those there as well. And so we have a lot of good content on there um, for students uh, to be able to uh consume basically um and so why would we want a youtube channel for our kids ministry the first um is that i think it is a great outreach to interested parents okay the reality is a student is never going to pick the church but also a student has an extremely large influence on whether or not a parent stays at the church so i say you're reaching interested parents uh by like you know a lot of people uh i mean i hate to put it this way but they church shop now right everything is online and so you can watch a sermon and you can watch all of this and so if a parent is interested having your content online helps them make an informed and educated decision okay so to reach these parents that are interested in looking into stuff like this um, and helps them kind of see what you're putting out, right? Um, number two is that it's going to reach kids who miss your Sundays. You have a snow day. You get canceled for an unknown pandemic that, you know, just theoretical things that happen. Um, or, you know, they're on vacation. I can't tell you how many times I've heard kids say that they watched online uh, on vacation, which honestly to me is one of the hugest compliments, right? Because you have to imagine they're on vacation and they thought, well, they're at the beach or they're in the mountains or they're at Disney World. I want to sit down for 10 minutes and watch this video, right? It is amazing. Um, and number three, guys, it reaches the world, right? YouTube is a global uh, platform, which means that all across the world, people can uh, take in your content. And so, I mean, why? Why would we not want to fill a place like YouTube, which, might I say, comes with a bunch of uh, things, right? It comes with a loaded bag. But a place like YouTube, why would we not want to fill it um, with content that glorifies God, okay? So we want one. We want to reach parents. We want to give content for kids who miss um, so they can keep up. And we want to reach the world. So what do you need for your YouTube? So some of you guys may be listening to this um, and you're my age and you're 22 and you're rolling and you're like, let's go. I'm ready to start at YouTube now. And some of you guys are not. You're not comfortable with technology. You're not familiar with it or whatever. All of that is okay because the only thing you need to create a YouTube channel is a phone, Okay. That is your baseline to create a YouTube channel because from your phone, you can take video, you can edit your video, and you can upload it to YouTube, okay? There's a ton of uh, free video editing apps on your phone um, as long as your phone camera is pretty decent. Like if you've got an iPhone 8 or up, you're pretty much good. Um, if you're an Android like I am, which I get a lot of hate for it, but if you're an Android as well, any of those newer phones, all of the cameras are great, um, uh, and that is all you need. Now, we'll go in and look some more um, 
we'll look more in depth in this stuff. And all of this, I'm going to have links down below for you guys because I want this to be practical. If this is something you want to start, I want to give you all the resources. So I'm going to have links to some of the best video editing softwares for your phone. Um, and then we'll, we could start talking upgrades. Okay. So from the baseline of a phone, the next thing you're going to want is a mic. My phone is currently plugged up to a microphone. Uh, you wouldn't know I am talking through a phone um, because all I've done is plug something into my aux cord. Or if you've got an iPhone, you can get one that'll plug into that lightning slot for you. Um, and it will boost your sound quality. That's the first thing you want to focus on because uh, bad sound can be really distracting. Um, so boost that sound quality. Um, and and uh, maybe you want a light. Uh, you can get, uh, you may feel like an Instagram influencer, but you can grab yourself one of those halo lights if you've ever seen them. Um, and it can attach to a tripod, get yourself a tripod. Um, and you can do all of this relatively cheap, under $100. You can get a good microphone, a halo light, and a tripod. Um, and maybe that's not in your budget. That is okay, but I want you to start a YouTube channel, even if it's just your phone, okay? And then um, if you really want to get into it and you really enjoy it, you can move on to your computers, whether you're uh, Mac or PC. There's different ones, right? But, like, you can get iMovie on your Mac for free, and it's a great video editing software. Uh, for uh, Windows, there's Lightworks. Lightworks is another free video editing software on Windows. Also great. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can work with. Um, and, honestly, a 20-minute YouTube tutorial, um, and start playing with it, and you'll learn it pretty quick. So don't discount that stuff. Um, and don't discount yourself because you are more capable than you think. Um, and, and all of this is just up to you, right? You can stay with that phone and be just fine um, and put out great content because the reality is it's not about the quality of a content, okay? We're not going for an Instagram influencer. We're not going for the multi-million dollar budgeted YouTube videos that they have these days. Like, it's crazy what they have, but we're not going for anything like that. We are going for um, content that brings glory to God. And so ultimately, it doesn't matter the quality of your uh, stuff as much as the quality of your content, if that makes sense, okay? Um, and so like I said, I'm going to have some stuff down below for you guys to look at if you want to look at a mic or, or lights or whatever. Um, and one more thing, guys, if you're doing videos, have a fun, exciting background um, and change it up too. Keep it... Uh, you know, around everywhere. And maybe one day I'll talk about creating content for preteens as well. That might even be my next one. Um, because I have gone through a lot of work with, uh, well, like I said, with the kids' Bible experience on creating content that engages preteens. Because the reality is you'll find really quick that preteens are like that. They will just move on. And if your content isn't engaging, if you're just a talking head, it's not going to be super exciting for them and they will move on. So let me jump through some pros and cons in our conclusion um, before I talk for 25 minutes because this is something I enjoy. Um, so we're talking about YouTube, right? The pros of this, uh, having a YouTube channel, creating uh, content for students um, is that you get to keep students who miss in the loop. So we currently uh, use the Gospel Project as our curriculum, and it's a linear um, progression of the Bible. And so if a student misses a week, they could miss something critical, right? They could miss the Israelites worshiping the golden calves or Moses getting the Ten Commandments. They could miss all of these things, and so we don't want them to do that. It helps keep them in the loop. Um, 
And like I said before, it showcases your ministry to the visitors. Um, so students or parents can both be ready for what they're about to walk into when they get excited. Um, and the reality is you can formulate your content however you want. For me, I do my own individual lesson, but you can also record your Sunday lesson and upload it, okay? But that's all you have to do sometimes. Um, and just upload that onto YouTube and have that there. Um, it also provides good content for parents, right? I, I don't use this just as a Sunday replacement, but I also push it to parents for the week, right? If a student needs a recap or maybe the parents and the students watch it together and discuss it, um, it is great content for that as well. And finally, it does open the gospel to the world of YouTube. Uh, one of my goals is to create content that not only appeals to my students, but also appeals to the broad world so that maybe a kid stumbling around on YouTube um, uh, clicks um, on my YouTube video uh, and is introduced to the gospel simply through YouTube, right? That would be amazing. So that is my goal. Now, what are my um, cons for creating YouTube, okay? Some of you guys have so many things on your to-do list that you're like, the last thing I need is to spend two extra hours a week creating these videos. Uh, and to that, I say I think it is worth it. Number one, um, you will get better at it, and you will be able to do it much faster than initially, so don't get bogged down if it's taking you several hours a week. You're going to get better at it, and it's going to be easier. But also, it is so worth it. Even if one student watches your videos a week, that is one student who is hearing the gospel, who is hearing the good news, and it is internalizing it more than they had before, okay? Another con, guys, is YouTube risks, okay? Our biggest fear, I think, with YouTube is that YouTube has an algorithm that will do whatever it takes to get you to watch as long as possible, and it does not care if you are 9, 10, 11, 12. Um, it will show you whatever it takes to get you on there, and people will put whatever it takes to get views, and so there is a lot of content on YouTube that is bad news, which is why I suggest you create a YouTube channel and only upload to YouTube kids. So when you create a YouTube video, you have the option of uploading to YouTube as a whole or YouTube kids. And YouTube kids is a much tighter kept uh, subsection of YouTube. Um, so uh, a parent can download the YouTube kids app and kids can get on there and they can only see things that are specifically uploaded for YouTube kids and things in YouTube kids are filtered um, and, and uh, looked at a lot more than normal, uh, normal YouTube, and so it is great content. Um, with, you know, the, the downside is that is that you're not broadcasting to all of YouTube, you're only broadcasting to YouTube kids, but the good side of that is that you are making sure that your students are much safer uh, watching from YouTube kids than if they were on the broad YouTube, right? Because if you're on YouTube kids, the next suggested video might be another one of your videos or a related video, whereas on YouTube, it could go anywhere in the world, and that is the last thing we want. So. You can do kids' content for sure. Uh, another con we may think of is like, what if our kids just watch our YouTube instead of church? Well, that's why we push kids to our church through our YouTube, okay? We create this content and then say, hey, come to our church, basically, right? We we encourage them to attend. We encourage them to come in. And we make sure that we um, market these videos as a um, temporary substitute as opposed to a permanent solution. Um, and then last but not least, what if you're only getting one or two viewers. What are you going to do then? Well, um, I will always say, and I just said it earlier, if you get one or two viewers, that is one or two people hearing the gospel, just like if you have one or two students um, in uh, your class, you are still having the opportunity to present the gospel to one or two 
students, okay? So keep that mentality because there are definitely weeks where I get like one or two views. And then there's some weeks where I get nine or 12, and that's great. But I'm not creating this content to get views, okay? We live in such a, um, you know, get views, get likes, you know, you have to be approved and do good world that is so hard and you get so caught up in it, and I know that I do, but... Um, don't worry about the views. Worry about the message you're giving to the students. Um, and so to conclude, guys, it is worth it, okay? It is worth it to provide students with this content. It is worth it for teaching tools. It is worth it for parents. There is a lot of things. And, guys, it makes an impact, okay? It impacts students. It presents the gospel. And it really helps your ministry, right? You are aiding parents. You are aiding students, um, who want to be involved, and you are helping them do that. So don't forget that, guys. Don't forget that you are making an impact through this. It's not about views. It's not about getting more kids into your ministry. It's about sharing the gospel with students in your church and in the world. So that is it for today. I'm going to see you guys Monday for our nugget, and then I'm going to see you next uh, Thursday for our full episode. I am excited and cannot wait. I'll see you.